0: Greetings, it's Dr. Annette, Publishing pusher, the all in place of encouragement, cultural empowerment. Weekly, she'll engage conversations with entrepreneurs and creators. And these insightful interviews are designed to help us build our businesses, respective brands, ourselves, and to hopefully propel us to that next level of greatness, Big Boss. So with no time to waste time, it's officially go time. Hi, everyone, Dr. Annette here. Again, I am excited that you are joining me in this new season of Dr. Annette's Chat. If you have listened to anything from the previous season, the last episode that I did was titled, Stepping Back. In that episode, I talked about seasons, I talked about sometimes we need to step back so that um, we can refocus, revisit some things. So I stepped back from the podcast and so many wonderful things have happened um, in the in-between time. And I am excited to come and start this podcast season with stepping forward. So I am going to be talking about some of the things that I did while I was gone. Some of these things will give us a gauge for how the rest of the uh, podcast episodes are going to be. But I am excited that you are here. And yes, I am Dr. Annette West. They also call me the publishing pusher. Why? Because I'm always pushing people to uh, pull that vision out and to to make it plain so that they can have a resource um, in hand that they can share with others. So, Today, like I said, is talking about stepping forward. After stepping back from doing things, it signifies for us a process of re-engagement, personal growth, and renewed momentum. Preparing to step forward after a period of stepping back is a thoughtful and deliberate process. The journey often involves introspection, learning from past experiences, as well as harnessing a newfound energy to progress. Whether the step back was due to burnout, failure, uncertainty, or any other reason, moving forward again can be a transformative and empowering experience. So in this episode, I will share some things that I did while I stepped back in preparation for stepping forward now did I know when I was going to step forward I didn't but I had to revisit some things while I stepped back and so a significant thing to do when you have to step back is to do some self reflection self reflection you don't just step back and then take a break and then just jump back in. You have to process, you have to think about some things. So before stepping back, stepping forward, it's important to reflect on the reasons that we stepped back. The self-assessment really helps us to understand any underlying factors that led to the pause. Acknowledging these reasons fosters self-awareness and guides our subsequent actions whether it is to regain balance, reassess goals, or overcome challenges. Self-reflection is a must. While we're stepping back in that process, we also have to think about learning. What other things do I need to learn? What things do I need to grow in? The time taken to step back It actually offers us an opportunity to reflect on what went well and what didn't during our previous endeavors. It helps us to analyze mistakes and successes, extracting valuable lessons to inform our actions. This learning and growth phase is essential to avoid repeating the same patterns. I often talk about a personal SWOT analysis. In the business world, we talk about the SWOT analysis and we have the internal aspects and the external. The internal is our strengths and our weaknesses. The external is opportunities and threats. So we do a personal assessment, a personal SWOT analysis where we look at ourselves and actually write this down. What, What am I good at as I'm stepping back? What didn't I do as well as I would have liked to? That I didn't grab a hold on? What are my weaknesses, my shortcomings? And y'all don't tell me y'all don't have any. We all have at least something that we know we need to work on. So I like to say, let's take a step back and reassess. So I look at the internal, which are my strengths and my weaknesses. And then I look at the external things, the opportunities and threats. What type of opportunities are out there and what do I have to do with my strengths to gain those opportunities? And how do I need to readjust my weaknesses to attain some of these opportunities? Or because of my weaknesses, are the threats out there so prominent, so high that I don't have the stamina to do what needs to be done? That's why it's important for us to assess ourselves, to step back and say, be real with ourselves. That's what we need to do. What am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? Or what could I do better? and then we can start once we have worked on the internal then we can understand what's happening on the external what things we can tap into to, into and what things maybe we don't have the necessary skill sets that we need so that we can go out there and those threats will no longer be such because we've gained the tools that we need so all of this is a part of the stepping back process. So I talked about self-reflection, learning, and growth. The third thing that I would say is setting clear intentions. As we step forward, we have to establish clear intentions and goals. Now, this is also a part of the SWOT analysis that I talk about. We have to define what we want to achieve and we have to articulate the steps that are going to be needed to go from where we are to where we want to be. So we must have clarity in our aspirations, which helps us to direct our focus, making it easier for us to channel our efforts effectively. The next thing is building resilience. Stepping forward might entail us overcoming self-doubt and fear of failure that may have contributed to our initial decision to step back. Maybe we were doing something and we were doing it to the best of our ability, but we didn't feel like it was moving the way we wanted it to, so we stepped back. That could have been a good thing or a bad bad thing. If we step back because it was time, then when we step forward, things will fall into place. If we step back and it was the wrong reason, it's still okay. We can still regroup, rethink some things and still move forward. So we have to learn how to cultivate resilience, which is key to us managing any setbacks and challenges that are along the way. We have to understand that setbacks are just a part of our journey. But guess what? They do not define our potential for success. Setbacks do not stop us from moving forward to do the things that we need to do. Another thing that we have to gain more momentum in in that process of stepping back to prepare to move forward is, I would say number five, embracing change. Change is inevitable. I like to say I am a change agent. I'm a change agent in the business world. I'm a change agent in my family. I'm a change agent agent for the Lord. I'm a change agent with publishers. I'm a change agent. And embracing change is imperative if we want to move forward. This could mean that we adopt some new strategies. We alter our approach, that we look at what other people are doing. Listen, we benchmark Meaning we look at what people are doing. We don't take what people are doing. We get ideas, we get inspiration, but we don't take their work. We focus in on our work. We pray about what we need to do and then we get it done. But we don't take what somebody else is doing as our own. We also look to see are there different paths that we can pursue. And that might include connecting with someone else on the journey to do some things. We have to be open to change because it is what allows us to adapt to the evolving circumstances and also to maximize the emerging opportunities that will come. If I think about opportunities, I stepped back, I'm stepping forward and opportunities have just fell into place in this new season. I don't know if they would have fell into place before But I don't think so because I don't think that my eyesight would have been as focused as it is now since I had the opportunity to step back. The sixth thing, yeah, I'm sharing some really good meat with y'all. So y'all listen to it several times and make sure you share this with other people as well. Taking action. Taking action is a core of stepping forward. While you were stepping back, In that process, after you step back, you were processing a lot of things. You were thinking about a lot of things. You were laying out a lot of things, but now you have to take action on those things. You know, it's one thing to talk about what you're gonna do. It's another thing to put it in action, to put it in motion, to have it manifested something about making the vision plain. as long as it's just up here it's just thoughts and those thoughts in our minds can just kind of run rampant and run all over each other till they make no logical sense but once we get ready to pull it out then we begin to focus on it to begin to see wow this makes sense now it was in my mind oh I thought this, but now that it's on paper Oh, this part sounds good, but no, this part needs to be rethought. So we got to get it from here from our minds to our, through our fingers. However, we're going to get it through our fingers, um, typing it, writing it. I like to write my content before I ever type it up. It just feel like, I just feel like it just kind of flows better for me. But guess what? If you can't write, get an audio recorder and get it in right and and and, and 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 say what you need to say on the recorder and then have it transcribed into written content. All of these things are available to us. So there's no excuse for us to say, oh, I wanna do this, but I can't. Do it. If you really wanna do it, do it. I remember one time I was talking to someone and they would always say what they wanted to do, what they wanted to do, what they wanted to do. And they said, well, when I have time, I'm gonna do it. And then the pandemic hit. And a lot of people had a lot of time that they didn't think they were going to have on their hands. So in the process of the pandemic, they said to me, you know what? I've come to the realization I've just been talking a lot of talk. Because if I really wanted to do what I said I was gonna do, I had all of the time during pandemic to do it. And I didn't want to do it. So sometimes we think we want to do something, but we really don't. But for those of you who really do, this will empower you. And maybe if you're not doing it, this might encourage you. Yes, yes, yes. So we're going to take action. We're gonna start with small, manageable steps that align with our intentions. And these steps are going to build momentum and create a sense of accomplishment, motivating us to continue progressing forward. The seventh thing that you can do is focus on your self-care and your well-being. Many people get so busy doing so many things in life that they don't take any time for themselves. They're so busy doing for all of these other people, but they forget about self. But we have to take care of self also. We have to take care of our mind, our body, and our spirit. So that we can be aligned the way that we are designed to be, predestined to be. So self-care and well-being. One of the lessons learned from stepping back is the importance of maintaining a healthy work-life balance. That's going to look different for everybody, but it's doable. Meaning you can't work all the time and not take care of you. You can't be so high and spiritually minded that you're not doing anything else. You can't be so focused on just exercising all the time and eating right, but you're not thinking about the business aspect. You're not thinking about the spiritual aspect. Mind, body, spirit. As we move forward, we have to prioritize our well-being. We have to ensure to integrate self-care practices into our routine, to sustain our energy and our enthusiasm. I talk to many people. A lot of times when people are young, they're just trying to figure things out. Then when they get married and have kids, they're focusing on the kids more. So they may even be working, but they're not really investing as much time into them as they are into the children, into the home, and into the job. But typically around the mid forties, people start thinking about, I'm gonna be an empty nester soon, or they just became an empty nester, or they're thinking about the future. And they begin to think about the things that they hadn't done to take care of themselves. So we have to gain some enthusiasm and say, you know what? I'm going to do these things, but I'm going to focus on me also. I'm going to take care of me also. As I stepped back, the eighth thing that I would say is celebrating my progress. I didn't say, oh, you stopped that. I said, I'm so thankful that I was able to accomplish this, this, and this. And even that... For instance, the podcast, I stepped back on the podcast, but I'm stepping forward. So as I said, when I stepped back, this doesn't mean it's the end, it just means it's a new season. It's a season in between where some other things need to take precedence. And those things did. And now as I'm moving forward, preparing to move forward, guess what? Those things that I worked on are now a part of my moving forward. And one of the things, the eighth thing, would be celebrating my progress. Acknowledging and celebrating even the smallest things that I was able to accomplish. Recognizing that my progress reinforces my commitment and boosts my confidence. And it's a reminder that I'm moving forward. I may not be running people, but one step at a time I'm getting it done and I will accomplish it. The ninth thing that I would say to do is to seek support. Seek support from friends, from mentors, from coaches, other professionals. Why? Because some people wanna be a Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger gonna be alone. We can connect with so many other people to help us on this journey. We don't have to make it, it's all about me. No, it's not. I have learned I can edit people's books, but I don't wanna edit people's books. I don't wanna be the major editor for books. I would rather hire somebody to edit books and then I review all of those things to make sure everything is in place. It makes my process a little bit easier with all the other pieces that I have, so find your team find your find your um tribe find your find your niche, find your grouping, whatever it is find your eagles. I like to say tribe for me. be a part of my tribe let's talk about what I have and what you have, and how we can pull those resources together to do even more. So seek support, connect with others. You can get such fresh perspectives. And those perspectives can help us to navigate challenges more effectively. Why? Because we're not looking at just one direction of thinking. And here's the thing, you don't have to even receive what's being said, but it's good to be able to listen and hear what others have to say, even if it may not be a fit for the thing you're doing right now. Also, number 10 would be cultivate patience. Y'all know the Bible says that patience is a virtue. Moving forward after stepping back is a process that requires patience. You're gonna have to get back in the game. You're gonna have to begin to um, be patient as the momentum builds because progress may not always be linear. And there may be moments of frustrations or you're feeling setbacks or seeing setbacks. Don't give up. I like to say what God has for me, it is for me. Whatever I am meant to have, it is for me. So I don't have have the ability to be upset about what I don't have because if I don't have it, then I say it's not mine. And if it's meant for me, then I'm going to do the things that I can do. And if I attain it, then I say this is meant for me. If I don't attain it, I was like, okay, I did what I thought I needed to do, but this wasn't in the master plan so we have to cultivate patience which enables us to persevere and stay focused on our long-term goals yes I have quite a few things the twelfth thing is we need a mindset shift sometimes transitioning from a period of stepping back to stepping forward often involves our shifting of our thought process. Embrace a growth mindset that views challenges and opportunities for learning and development. The shift can empower you to face obstacles with a positive outlook and a belief in your ability to overcome them. You are and can be an overcomer. I am an overcomer. I am victorious. I am the head. I am. That's what I have to say. I am. You could say that too. I am. The 12th thing is goal refinement, refining your goals. Because we have goals, but they don't always stay the same. Things around us may shift where we may have to go back and readjust those goals so as we gain new insights into our goals and aspirations we do this as we as i said earlier we have to take some time to reflect we have to refine our goals based on what we've learned based on situations and circumstances and it's okay to modify or pivot your objectives as you move forward to ensure that they may remain aligned with your current values and your priorities it's okay to change it's okay to shift it's okay to pivot the 13th thing I want to share with you is time management and planning and yes all of the things that I said They, they work well when you have to step back. And then when you have that list of things, you can go through each thing and say, am I doing this? Do I need to do this? Am I do, am I doing this? do I need to do this? Am I doing it? Do I need to do this? So the 13th thing I would say is time management and planning. Efficient time management and strategic planning become crucial when we are preparing to step forward. We have to create a roadmap that outlines the steps that we are going to need to take to achieve the goals that we have. We're going to have to allocate time for different tasks and activities and be realistic about the timeframes required for each stage of the journey. It's not going to just happen people. If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Let me say that again. If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. So do your homework, take the time, get your focus in on these things, build you a time chart. Whatever you need to, so that you have everything laid out that you need to do. Sometimes I show people my to-do list and they say, oh my gosh, that's a lot. I say it's a lot too, but if I didn't have it on my to-do list, I probably forget that I need to do it many times. So. Even though some of those things keep moving to the new to-do list, eventually they will be accomplished, but they're just not my priority on that particular day. But I'm going to keep working the to-do list and I'm going to add some more things to it and I'm going to get some things off of it and some things may just be there a little bit longer. Why? Because number 14 says, I have to embrace uncertainty. I have to embrace uncertainty. You know when we're trying to do things, we just want it to work the way that we planned, but it doesn't always work that way. It doesn't always go that way. So we have to in our stepping forward, we have to uh, navigate uncertainty. The path ahead might only sometimes be clear. and unexpected challenges may arise. When you first get in that tunnel, you may have some light because you're on the side of light. But as you continue to go through that tunnel, you start getting maybe a little off kilter because it starts getting darker and darker. But if you continue moving through the tunnel, you know that there's an opening on the other side. It's just like when we're working with our projects. Yeah, it's a lot of things and it gets dark and bleak sometimes when we have so many things to do. But if we keep working on it, we keep working and building on the pieces, then there's more light as we are going forward as we are embracing this uncertainty. And the fifth thing that we can do is build, excuse me, is to build a supportive environment. Surround yourself with a supportive environment that encourages your growth. If you're around negative people and negativity, before you know it, you might be starting to speak negativity over your own life, in your own situation and what you're trying to do. Share your goals with friends, family, or colleagues who can offer encouragement and also will hold you accountable. See, once I start telling people about something, after a while they're going to say, well, how's that project going? Do you need any help with that? What's the status of that? And it helps to to encourage me. You can't give up. You already put it out there. You got to get this thing finished. So being part of a community that believes in your journey can provide a strong motivational boost. I'm on this social platform called Clubhouse. And I have an early morning room six days a week at eight and on Sunday at seven. And it's called Mind, Body, Spirit. And the room is called Women's Wellness Chat, but we do allow men in because we're not there to bash. We're just having conversations. And it's just daily conversations. And we get to learn about each other. We get to encourage and and, and support and empower one another. And sometimes things get said that aren't really rational. And we get to dialogue about that too. Why? Because it's good to know that what you said didn't make sense to somebody and maybe it may not make sense to somebody else or maybe we can clarify it so that it does make sense so having a supportive community is is imperative for our success and the 16th thing to do is learn to delegate you know some people want to do it on their own i talked about that lone ranger i have learned how to delegate if you're stepping back was due to being overwhelmed because of all the responsibilities you had then you should consider delegating tasks when appropriate and if you need to hire you an admin assistant make the sacrifice for that it will be well worth it and it's a tax write-off people so whether in your personal or professional life, learning to delegate allows you to focus your energy on tasks that align with your strengths and your priorities. If you go back through this podcast and you write down all of the things, steps that I said, and you process those things, this is going to help you immensely as you begin to get ready for your step back in preparation for your stepping forward. And so I want to encourage you that stepping forward is a unique and personal journey. Yours is not going to be like mine. And so these points, I hope, will provide a broader perspective for you help you with your individual experiences and circumstances and help you to shape some specifics of how you want to transition from your stepping back to your stepping forward. I say embrace the process, embrace the change, stay open to growth and trust in your ability to create a brighter future. That's what I'm sharing for today. I also want to give a shout out to the Bayonet Hill Brothers for their intro and outro for the show. And thank you all for joining in. Make sure, I don't know what platforms you're listening on, but if the platform you're listening on is not Spotify, ensure you join Spotify so that you can help me to build this network up. And I just want to say thank you again for joining in. It has been my pleasure to serve you on today. And guess what? I will see you next week as... I do an interview with Dr. Carolyn Coleman, who will be talking about her book, as well as some of the other projects that she is doing. Remember, this is a show where we really want to show you what authors are doing, how they're building their brand, their marketing, their businesses as entrepreneurs and kingdompreneurs, and being creative in the process. So I hope to see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you everyone for listening to Dr. Vanessa Chat Podcast. Brought to you by Jotney Publishing. Be sure to stay tuned in for future conversations and engagements. Check out the website, jotnatepublishing.org, and subscribe to this show on your preferred podcast app. Shout out to 95 for the production. Be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.